Are you ready for hockey-related anxiety and more? Are you ready for hockey-related anxiety and more? Are you ready for hockey-related anxieties and more? Are you ready for hockey-related anxieties and more? Welcome back to Hockey-Related Anxieties and More. Uh, hi, Tyler and Tyler. <laughs> Today, we have two Tylers on the show as we've got a very special guest. Uh, please welcome to the show from the Chicago Blackhawks, the Colorado Avalanche, and the Ottawa Senators, Tyler Arneson. Mr. Arneson, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. So let's just kind of start with how have you been recently and kind of what have you been up to lately? Uh, yeah, I've been been doing okay, you know, with the pandemic and everything. Everyone's kind of struggling, I guess. You don't see too many people, but uh, I finished up school a couple of years ago, went back and got my degree. Uh, and I've kind of gone towards the finance stuff. So I, uh, I started a job right away here. My first real, real big boy job. So we'll see how it goes. <laughs> and where are you currently? Uh, Winnipeg. Oh, Winnipeg. Oh. Nice. Yeah. All right. So um, we just want to start off. What was it like growing up playing hockey? What are some of your favorite memories or some, anything like that? Uh, just going to the outdoor rinks, I think, and, uh, and playing with whoever was there. I think, uh, you know, I used to do that all the time with my buddy over in Waverly Heights here with Brian Gorn. It's uh, Lee Gorn's brother. So I don't know if you know who Lee Gorn is, but, uh, he played with Vancouver a little bit, just going and skating with whoever was there and, uh, getting good shinny games and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So then you also went to school at SJR. What are some of your fondest memories from playing at SJR? Or not uh, just going to SJR. Eight or something like that. Uh, just, you know, the facilities. The, there's a whole rink there, <laughs> Olympic-sized <laughs> ice rink. And, uh, you know, just the friends you make there, I guess. It's a top-notch school. So I enjoyed some parts of it, not all of it. But uh, me and some of the teachers didn't get along. But there's also some that I did. So it was good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the first step up in hockey really was um, some of the junior leagues like the MMHL, MJHL, and USHL. So um, really getting into those junior leagues, what was that experience like um, starting out your hockey career? Uh, it was good. Uh, I played with Duvi Westcott, who uh, got me in touch with you guys and uh, for the Blues here. So that's where all the guys from the south side I guess play junior hockey. Are they still there, the Blues? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. They're not and, uh, anymore, I don't think, though. What's that? I think they're just the Winnipeg Blues now. Oh, yeah. Winnipeg Blues? Okay. Yeah, so it was great. And, uh, you know, first time kind of riding the bus all over the place and hanging out with the guys all the time and, uh, I guess, fighting. And uh, <laughs> although I didn't do much of that, I think I only had one fight against a huge six-foot-seven monster. Um, but, uh, yeah, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Then you went to St. Cloud State where you also played with Doobie West, got there. Uh, in your last season, 2000, 2001, you had 56 points in 41 games. So how was your experience at St. Cloud with uh, Westcott? 
Uh, it was good. Uh, it's a little different than junior. You know, you live there and uh, you got to go to school too, although I avoided it as much as I could. Um, and we had, a, we had a really good team. I remember, I think we were number one. The last two years, we were rated number one in the country for at least a little while. And uh, but we lost to Michigan, unfortunately, in the, I think the last eight in the national championship. So I think we could have won it, but uh, bad luck. So, but it was good otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So after playing in the NCAA for a tiny bit, um, were you thinking that uh, of being drafted at all, or was that like not really in your mind? Uh, I got drafted out of the from the Ice Sharks out of junior. So when I went to St. Cloud, I was already drafted. Um, oh yeah. Actually, I didn't go to the draft, which was good. I think I was rated to go maybe early third round maybe or late third round early fourth round and I didn't go till the seventh round so I think it would have been a long wait yeah. but uh yeah just getting drafted you know they send you the jersey and everything is uh it's a pretty cool experience mm-hmm. so then after you played with the uh, St. Cloud State uh, you went on to go play for the Blackhawks but before you played any uh, large amounts of hockey with the Blackhawks you played with the nope what, get ready for me to butcher this Norfolk Admirals uh where you had almost you got it that was good yeah uh, where you had uh, almost a point per game with 56 points in 60 games how was that uh your first taste of pro hockey like yeah it was uh pro hockey is more of a grind than uh than NCAA I think uh and it was getting used to that kind of stuff you know playing so many games and playing against you know fully grown men basically the whole time is, uh, was the big adjustment for me for going to, to the AHL. And, you know, it was a good stepping stone to the NHL. I think if I went straight into the NHL, I wouldn't have done as well from the beginning for sure. Any, uh, memories from the AHL? Uh, well, we were in Norfolk, so we had uh, a beach house. You could rent beach houses right on the, on the ocean for cheap because it was the off season. So we we had a beach house with uh, with a hot tub and you just it was you know beautiful place to be and if you ever went out to great uh, great bars and stuff like that yeah. Mm-hmm. So next the next step in your career was your first full NHL season, uh, where you had thirty nine points in eighty two games and you were fourth in Calder voting behind Rick Nash, Henrik Zetterberg, and Barrett Jackman. Um, what was your first taste of playing a full NHL season? Uh, yeah, it was tough. I I started out strong. I think I was, uh, close to leading rookie scoring at, uh, at the halfway point, but uh, those other guys actually played a little bit more than me in the last half of the year. So I don't know if it was my fault that I got caught or, or the coaches, but, (laughs) (laughs) um, but yeah, it was it was good. And living in Chicago, it's a great town. I don't know if you guys have ever been there, but I'd recommend visiting it for sure if you haven't. Mm-hmm. So then, next year was kind of your breakout season, arguably. Uh, Eighty-two games, twenty-two goals, thirty-three assists, and fifty-five points in o three o four, just before the lockout. That season, yeah. what kind of went well that year? Uh, I got on a line with uh, Eric Daze and Tuomo Rutu. Uh, I think it was towards maybe the last 30 games of the year and we just clicked. We, uh, we knew where the other guys were going to be. And uh, we, I think we scored a ton of points in the last, last 30 games. And that's, uh, that's what helped my totals for sure. I had a decent start 
not great, but uh, getting together with those guys on the line was, was definitely what did it. Mm-hmm. So the next year was the lockout year, 0405, um, and you went over into Sweden. Um, mm-hmm. uh, what made you decide to go to Sweden? Was it just to play hockey or was there a different reason? No, yeah, it was just to play hockey because uh, the uh, the NHL obviously wasn't going to play, and I realized that a few months into the season, it just wasn't going to happen. So uh, I decided I had to play some hockey, so I went over to Sweden. I didn't uh, stay there very long, but uh, it was good, good experience. Mm-hmm. What is arguably the biggest difference between uh, North American hockey and European hockey? Uh, probably, I guess like cliche, the physicality of North American hockey, the rink's a little, little smaller and the guys are a little bigger. Uh, Europe's more based on speed and, and momentum. Uh, there's a lot of like, you know how in today's NHL in the overtime, guys always bring the puck back and try to gain speed and then go up and as opposed yeah. to dump it in and stuff like that. So they kind of play like that all the time there, even five on five. It's more puck possession, come back, get the puck, try to go up as a team. Mm-hmm. So the next year, uh, you were named the assistant captain of the Chicago Blackhawks, where you had 60 points, or not 60 points, 60 games and 41 points in those 60 games. And then you got traded to the Ottawa Senators. And now here's the trade. Uh, The Senators acquire you, Tyler Anderson, and the Blackhawks acquired Brandon Botchensky and a 2006 second-round pick. And uh, we may be doing a trade tree on this for our viewers, and if we do, this trade tree is, like, huge. Just this trade resulted in the Rangers getting Rick Nash. So uh, I don't know if you know what a trade uh, tree is, but it's, like, where they where you look at a trade and then you look uh, at – It's a chain reaction. Yeah, the chain reaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So kind of what was your reaction to the trade and how did you figure it out, how, figure out that you got traded? Uh, well, it was actually uh, after the trade deadline. So I got traded right at the deadline. So I didn't get the call till. I think the deadline was two o'clock Chicago time, or maybe three o'clock. Anyways, it was after the deadline. It was like half hour. So I'm like, okay, I didn't wait it because I thought I was going to. So I went to sleep. We had a game that night and I got a call a half hour later. It's like you got traded because it was right at the deadline. So I, I thought I was in the clear and then all of a sudden I was traded. So I went to Ottawa where I'm not, uh, I'm not sure the coach even wanted another player there. Like, I don't know how much they talked before the trade, but uh uh, I did, they had a pretty good team to start with. Like they were number one in the league, right? So uh, it uh, it didn't really work out, but uh, that's okay. Yeah. Because the next year you went to go play for Colorado where you had a pretty solid season in 82 games, 49 points. Yeah. How was it, what was it like playing in Denver? Uh, Denver is a beautiful town. It's uh, the most sunshine of anywhere in North America, I think. Uh Colorado playing with guys like Joe Sackick and uh, Milan Hayduk, you know, guys who had won the cup and, and are arguably some of the best offensive players in the league was, was cool. I think Joe points that year. So basically watching someone do that was, uh, was definitely pretty, pretty neat. What are some lessons that you learned from those players? Uh, just the, the commitment you need to, to stay at the top of your game. And, uh, and what it takes to, to be a top player for a long time in the league, definitely. Mm-hmm. So also during that season, because the uh, Avalanche didn't make the, play- the playoffs, 
you got to go play at the World Championship for Team USA, where in seven games you had one goal and three assists for four points. How was that experience? Uh, and you eventually lost in the quarterfinals to Finland, 5-4. So how was that experience like? Uh, it was good. Um, it was a little long. We went to Moscow, and it was like three weeks in Russia. So like that tournament takes forever. I don't know how they do it now, but it's uh, it's a – almost a whole month commitment if you make the finals, I think. So staying in a Moscow hotel and uh, it wasn't a particularly nice hotel either. So it was uh, <laughs> like Russia is an interesting country. It's, uh, it's definitely different than here. So it was, it was a good cultural experience, but it could have been two weeks instead of a month, I think. Um, so in the next year, uh, 07, 08, um, Colorado did make the playoffs where they played in 10 games and you had five points. Um, what was playing in the playoffs in the NHL like? Uh, it's, it's intense. You know, it's uh, every, every game, every minute you're, you're on edge because the, the series could turn at any minute, right? You know, one goal this way, one goal that way. It's basically, I think we won against Minnesota in six. So maybe one or two goals won us that series. So it's, uh, it's, it's nerve-wracking, but it's exciting. It's, uh, it's, there's nothing quite like it, I don't think. This is just kind of a bit of a side note, but what have you thought of the 2021 Stanley Cup playoffs? Uh, it's been interesting. It's been good to start getting fans back in the building. I think those guys must have been, like, tired of playing in front of no one and, and yeah. staying up for the games too, right? Like, these games are intense and you got to – but uh, it's Toronto. I think they're going to be fighting their nails because <laughs> they haven't won a playoff series since, what, Oh, four or something like yeah. that. I saw on TV the other day. Like that. Yeah. So there, this is going to be, they need, if they don't get the first goal, I, I don't know. It's going to be, it's going to be an interesting game seven. That's for sure. For sure. Yeah. yeah especially because uh, I don't know who I want to win because we're Jets fans. So uh, yeah. I don't really like to pick the opponent, but you never know. But then the next yeah. year, 0809, uh, 71 games and 22 points. What happened that year? Uh, I didn't really play at the beginning of the year. The first, uh, I think I was playing like 10 minutes a game. And then, uh, I'm not exactly sure. I think, uh, I had some bad luck around the net and, uh, and my numbers came down where I was just getting old. I don't know. <laughs> um, so then the next year, uh, you played 11 games in the AHL. This was 09, um, 2010. Uh, and you had three points. So um, did you, after the season before, did you think you're going to get sent down or was this kind of just go with the flow? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really know what I was thinking. I knew uh, I'd be on maybe on the cusp of the NHL, but I shouldn't have signed with the Rangers because they bury so many guys in the, in the AHL. Like they don't care. Like, but uh so I, and it's not that I got sent down. It's the fact that it didn't seem like I had any chance of getting called up. Like it was, mm-hmm. it wasn't going to happen. It didn't seem so. That's basically what made me uh, decide to go to Europe. Mm-hmm. And speaking of going to Europe, uh, you played in the KHL a bit. Uh, is it true that they give away machine guns to the first star? I heard something about this one time. I'm sure all the stories I've heard in Russia, like it's. Uh, <laughs> There's there's soldiers everywhere there too. Like it's uh it's almost a police state, I think. It's it's interesting, interesting league. But uh it's uh I was living in Riga, which is a beautiful city. 
um, in Latvia. It was uh, so I wasn't actually living in Russia, which was good. And living in Riga was a cool experience. All those cities are like thousands of years old, which is uh, which is kind of cool. Yeah. So then the next year, um, which was 2010, 2011, you bounced around a tiny bit. You're in the Swiss league with EHC BLBN and then EHC VISP. And then you went to the SM Liga with the Blues. Um, Again, what was kind of playing in Europe compared to uh, North America like? Uh, like I said, a lot less uh, physical, a lot more built on speed. Um, shorter bus trips, the countries are smaller, and you don't no plane trips. Um, other than that, I can't really think of anything. Uh, Finland was 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 a lot of snow, a whole lot of snow <laughs> in that country. <laughs> um, uh, and uh, the Swiss League was cool, uh, playing in Beal. I uh, went to Oktoberfest. Yeah, that was about it for Europe. So now here's a new thing uh, that we're going to do. You just remind me of this. So we're going to do which one has more? Which place has more snow? Winnipeg or Finland? Finland. It's right on the... Really? It's, yeah, it's right on the ocean. There's a lot, a lot of snow coming in there. <laughs> okay, well... In 2011-2012, you had your last crack to try to make the NHL with the Texas Stars. You got a goal in seven games in the AHL. I don't want to say how disappointing was that result, but what happened during that? Um, I don't know. I think I found myself sitting in the dressing room just kind of like, I don't want to say I was done with hockey, but I was just like, you know, I wasn't really having fun anymore. Like I was just sitting there like, and we had a game that day. I, I wasn't excited for it. I was just, you know, kind of, kind of whatever. So I don't know. I think it was, uh, yeah, it was a disappointing ending and I would have liked to have maybe gone further, but I think mentally I, I was, I might've been cashed out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just before we get to the funny hockey story part, uh, Tyler and I both really like hockey cards, like a lot. So uh, I was just wondering, what do you know about some of your hockey cards? What do I know about them, or do you want me to send you some? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe both. <laughs> okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know anything weird about them or what they say or anything. I've seen them all, obviously, because I've signed them. But uh, I could probably find some and send them to you guys if you want. Yeah, I was just going to say, the some of the cards that you've got are pretty cool, like the the signature numbers, I think, which uh, I think it was 0809, or no, when, would it have been 0809 SPA or, or SPA yeah, news? Yeah. But anyways, they're, yeah. some of your cards are pretty cool. So just to oh, wrap okay. up on this episode, uh, what are some good, funny hockey stories that you have? Your huh. Okay, that's a tough question. I haven't thought of it yet. So, um. Well, obviously, you guys know the story of Brian Sutter in the bar. Sorry, you cut out? Me and Brian Sutter when we got into uh, a scrap in the bar. No, we haven't heard this. You haven't heard that? You didn't read my Wikipedia? I think I've heard of the story. I haven't heard the actual story, though. Oh, yeah. I was just, uh, I think we had a flight that day um, into Nashville. Um, and I think everyone started drinking on the plane, the coach too. And 
<laughs> we just we just got to talking in the bar and uh, next thing you know it would have been fine except there's a whole table of blackhawks fans like right beside us otherwise no one would have found out about it right like it wasn't like a real fight he just kind of like got a little aggressive and but it turned into this huge thing if those fans weren't there i don't think regular people in nashville would have known anything right like yeah. it would have been these two guys one guy grabbed the other and that was it but uh, unfortunately there was fans in town for the game and they were right there it was at tootsies which is a well, it's not that's a funny and tragic story but uh yeah and then i guess in russia uh at one of the airports the toilets is just a hole in the ground i don't know if doobie told you any of those stories <laughs> no i no, never mentioned this he told so us on, he told yeah, us so about on, when it, sorry no go ahead go ahead he told us about when uh his mom called the coach <laughs> or no when because his he wasn't playing enough <laughs> that he oh, was his mom playing. called the coach in russia no is in the the ahl with syracuse oh god yeah that's uh that's a tough one, yeah. But uh, yeah, in Russia, so I went. Unfortunately, I forget what I ate, but I had to go to the washroom, and I go there, and it's just the toilet's just a hole in the ground, and you're like, <laughs> hopefully I hit it. Like I don't know. <laughs> Make sure you aim good. So yeah, no, well, yeah, that's that's all I can think of for funny stories right now. Yeah. Did they at least have toilet paper? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they had toilet paper. Yeah. But it's uh, like it's no toilet. That's it's a lack of effort, but whatever. <laughs> Just a hole. Okay, so now yeah. we're going to get into our rapid fire questions. These are very intense. And uh, Tyler may have been scared before. Like, Tyler, <laughs> this guy. Uh, okay. So, uh, Tyler, you can start. The bit, little okay. um, what is your favorite goal of your career? Uh, uh, playoffs against Minnesota. I shot the puck from like maybe top of the circles, went in off the right posts. Uh, I think it was the third game, first game at home. Uh, I think we won it and it put us up two to one. Uh, uh, what was your favorite? Oh, and, and Peter Forsberg was on our team too. And he had just come off the bench and he said, what a shot. When Peter, when Peter Forsberg says that, you're like, okay, that must have been a good shot. <laughs> yeah. Can Peter Forsberg tell me about my shot? <laughs> I don't know. I have to ask him. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm just kidding. But what was your favorite season of your career? Uh, probably uh, the second season with the Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, unfortunately, the, the lockout was the next year. But, yeah, that was that was a good one. Okay. Um, what was your nickname? Uh, Ch- Chuck Hustle, Charlie Hustle. It was uh, sarcastic. Oh boy! It's, it's not my fault. It's just the way I skate. It doesn't look like I'm working that hard. <laughs> uh, what was the what was your welcome to the NHL moment? Um, uh, when I first got called up, uh, so I got called up for the first time. Uh, right before the Olympics and then I got sent back down for the two-week break and I was actually on a two-on-one with Igor Korolev and he went to sauce it over to me and it hit the guy's stick so he apologized because I could have scored my first NHL goal so I got sent down for two weeks um, and uh, came back up and we played against Philadelphia and I scored my first goal and uh, that was basically 
that's when you feel like, you know, you're an NHLer. What's the best prank you or one of your teammates has ever pulled? Uh, I don't know. We used to really mess with Peter Budai, but I can't think of anything specific right now. Oh, Peter Budai. <laughs> yeah, you hear any stories about him? Uh, I just know that he was a pretty solid goalie. Yeah, he's a good goalie, and he was a really nice guy. He just uh, he took things very seriously, so he was easy to mess with. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, who is the best player you played with and you played against? Uh, best player I played against, from what I could tell, would probably be Mario Lemieux. He was uh, like, I don't know what season it was, maybe a second or or last season second last or last but he uh like he was barely moving and he would get the puck and just make this pass and it would open everything up and it was insane that he did that little and got that much accomplished i couldn't believe it hmm. and then the best player i played with was probably joe sakic in that first year and then daniel offenson he was pretty good uh, uh spezza there's there's quite a few jamnoff um who is your favorite player growing up uh, Doug Gilmore. Yeah, he was uh, when he was playing with the Leafs. He was pretty good. Any specific reasons? Uh, I just like the way he played the game. The way he uh, he was a setup man. He used a completely straight stick. I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> and so I tried it. You can actually shoot with it pretty good. You can't shoot very hard, but you can get it up into the top half of the net really quickly. And you could tell by the way he shot. Like he would hit the top half of the net, but he didn't shoot very hard. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite road city to play in? Um, probably Nashville. We'll just go have a couple beers and see some country music the night before a game. It's always um, fun. Yeah. What is your favorite part of the game hockey? Um, I think just competing against other people, basically. I think that's everyone's favorite part of sports is the actual – competition a lot of the other stuff can get a little bit tiresome but uh just playing the games is is fun and to wrap things up uh, what is some advice you would give to young hockey players who want to play in the nhl um i think you just got to uh keep at it you know develop a, a system where you're working on things all the time and uh if you don't love it don't do it but if if it's something you want to do and you love it, then, uh, then keep at it. And uh, if you do enough work, it should work out for you. So thank you very much for doing this. Uh, yes, we thank appreciate you. It and yeah. uh, we hope you have a great evening. Yeah, you guys too. Thanks a lot. Eh? Nice to meet you. Bye. Yeah, you too. Bye.